dropped the subject. Hey, would you look at that? We've made it to, uh, what's today, Wednesday? Yeah, halfway through. We've made it halfway through uh, what feels to me like one of the longest weeks in the history of weeks. (laughs) But fear not, because your friends with benefits, Allie right there, Kevin right here, are back in your ear holes on the all-new channel Q. Benefits may or may not be included. Uh, There are no benefits, actually. In fact, we're the opposite. We are friends with needs. We are are needy friends. We are needy. We need advice. Who will never Venmo you when we say we're going to Venmo you. Yeah, we need money and rides to the airport constantly. (laughs) We are the worst type of friends. But regardless, thanks for hanging out with us here on the all-new Channel Q. As you know, the operation here at Channel Q will be shifting into the desert for all things Coachella in about uh, 24 to 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, because there's this big music festival on the horizon and we are officially getting into music festival season, no matter where you are listening to this, there's probably uh, a festival taking place, be it Woodstock on the East Coast or a variety of other festivals that happen, Bonnaroo, et cetera. There's just, you know, uh, uh, Northern California, you got Bottle Rock, one of our favorites. Yeah, it's the season for feathers. <clears throat> a lot of feathers. That's why I already was wearing my Dreamcatcher necklace. They're just so affordable right now. Oh, you were getting into pre-festival mode? Yeah, it's basically like buying uh, American flag things around 4th of July. Like everything around Coachella season or around festival season in general is all like culturally misappropriated Native American wear and garb that is at a discount price. And I gave in. Speaking of the cultural misappropriation, I don't know if we're going to talk about this later in News It or Lose It, but did you see that commercial that had to be pulled because people were trying to eat chicken sandwiches and hamburgers with chopsticks. <laughs> what? Oh my god, I knew you would have loved it. it. It just they were they were on I think it was Burger King, I'm not 100% sure, but they were unveiling some new, I guess, Asian flavor inspired hamburger and or, or sandwich, maybe it was like a kung pao chicken sandwich. Regardless, the commercial showed people trying to eat the, uh, a full-size sandwich with chopsticks and, and giant chopsticks. Which <laughs> okay, that's funny. It's kind that's of funny. Fu- a funny concept, but, you know... Were we they white people? We can't... Ha- it was a mix of different people, but we can't have fun anymore. And as a result, uh, apparently that was considered to be a cultural... What's the word you used? Misappropriation. A cultural misappropriation. You used it too. <laughs> it was a cultural misappropriation, and as a result, they had to not only pull the commercial, I think they had to apologize, and I and I still don't know if the people that were offended by this commercial, because apparently they took it as an entire slight to Asian culture, oh. and, uh, and and once again, you know, I know I'm going to be in the minority here, at least publicly in the minority, although I think I'm in the majority by thought. It's another one of these ridiculous situations where people don't even don't even grasp the concept that you can have fun and be funny and not everything has to be tied to something that is so sensitive. I just feel so bad for people that have to come up with ideas for anything anymore because they're so limited. I mean, that idea got through to the two people's TV sets. There was a lot involved. There was a lot of people probably already thinking, oh, what could people find offensive? What could people not find offensive? This is what they settled on as being okay. And then they still had to go back and quote unquote apologize. And I, I'm with you, Kevin, because I go to... Uh, Sushi place probably once or twice a week. And you eat it with a knife and fork. And I eat it with a knife and fork like I should. No. Seeing my wife try and use chopsticks every single time we go out is one of the funnest, most funniest things in my life. It brings me so much joy. You're not allowed to find that funny. Yeah, but that's BS. 
because she has tried to to do the right thing and use the chopsticks and then if she uses a fork she's cultural like not cultural misappropriation but she's being possibly offensive to the authenticity of the cuisine and that's not how it should be eaten but then if she's trying to use chopsticks she's basically offending everybody by not being able to use them properly so what is somebody like her to do all we can do is sit there and laugh at her and that's the proper thing I think the proper response I found the story Burger King apologizing for its quote ignorant commercial which features <laughs> customers eating a new Vietnamese burger with chopsticks many are calling the ad racist I just want you to see this uh, one picture right now of a, a woman attempting to eat a sandwich using giant red chopsticks right there and I think that they were attempting to go for humor <laughs> she, okay, she to, looks culturally ambiguous well that's why so that's why they cast her was but, because they were like we're just going to use somebody who maybe no one would get offended by because they would be like maybe she has some kind of Asian ancestor that we don't don't know about but once again we cannot have fun anymore and if anyone is offended by anything everything must cease immediately and apologies must be issued well she could have lost the kimono well, that that was an unnecessary addition, especially when she wiped the ketchup on there when she uh, got it on her mouth. That, that made no sense. It was ridiculous. But what I was really going to talk about to kick off today's show was because uh, we we're getting into the festival season, summer season, etc., a lot of people are attempting to get into great shape, right? This is the time when people are like, boy, it's starting to get nice out and my clothes are going to get maybe smaller or shorter or whatever. This will be a good time to work on all my many problem areas. And you're someone that was pretty much 100% problem area when I met you, but then you over <laughs> the last few years that we've known each other, you've gotten yourself into tremendous shape and, and maybe it was because of life events or the fear of diabetes or, uh, or It was wedding. not that bad. Well, you were pretty big. But the point I'm making is this is the week of all weeks where I should have been, I should be on my best eating behavior just because of the, you know, coming up, it's going to be bathing suits and tank tops and everything else, janties, the whole thing. Yep. Um, now you're going to have to get tops for your moves. I have been, thank you. I got to buy my bathing suits in two pieces Yeah, you got to get two pieces. Or one piece would look really nice. I, I saw all the comments, people chiming in on whether or not I have moves or not. Oh. And the nicest comment was someone who goes, don't worry, I have moves too. And I was like, that's <laughs> not, not what I wanted to hear. Thanks a well, lot. Well, I think that there have also been some uh, some songs put together. For right. your moobs, so uh, we'll, we have to listen to those. We will the get next. to that. We will get to that moob moobzik later in the show. <laughs> um, but I have been eating so bad. This week has probably been my worst eating week in the history of my life. As far as I, I don't even. I don't usually on a week go to any drive-throughs. I don't. I think I've gone months without going to a drive-through. I went to a drive-through this morning. I went to a drive-thru yesterday. <laughs> I have probably been to six drive-thrus in the last five days. And how do you feel? Do you feel great or do you feel horrible? Horrible. Ah. But when I first go, when I make that decision, and a lot when of you times- you see that drive-up window. It's a last-minute decision where I've got to cut through like six lanes of traffic really quickly, and I'm thinking to myself, if I wasn't supposed to go to this drive-thru, all these people wouldn't let me cut in. But they're all letting me cut in, so I'm, and they're probably just thinking, let this guy have a heart let attack. Let this lovely woman through. Yeah, so I cut all the way over, and I, uh, I have been eating like a lot of fast food in a week when most other people are talking about the fact that they're like getting into, you know, pre-summer shape. Yeah, you're getting, you're getting into dad bod shape. I don't summer, know what it is. It's the summer of schlub again. Oh, is and, it? I mean, I, th I think so. Thank God. I'm ready that... for that. I've been waiting my whole life for the summer of schlub. <laughs> so I think that you can uh, go to the beach or wherever and be proud of your of your dad body, your mo your body. Yesterday, your body. Uh, you, all of them work. Yesterday, I stopped uh, before you know before we got here to do the show, and I don't know if you noticed, but I came in eating a giant sandwich. Yeah, you had a big sub. 
I have a horrible condition. I don't know if it's condition is the right word. Horrible luck when it comes to whenever I'm at a, like a subway or any place where they're making a sandwich, without a doubt, there'll be two people working there and I'll get in line or I'll walk right to the front if there's no one in line. I will, without a doubt, hear a toilet flush and then a person will come out of the back and immediately come to my sandwich, to make my sandwich. <laughs> like without fail, there's always a third person that is in the bathroom uh. and they immediately go right from bathroom to making my sandwich. Whereas the two other people that are there making sandwiches, they're busy doing something else. And I, I don't it's even always know. the bathroom person that is fresh handling. From, fresh from bathroom uh, to sandwich. Well, then I think that you have solved the E. coli mystery that is plaguing now <laughs> America. Maybe, that's it. There's like uh, over a hundred new cases and they don't know what it is. But I guess it's, uh, I mean, you probably are going to lose that weight pretty quickly now, Good. Kevin, because uh, you're going to be throwing up and crapping yourself. The only successful <laughs> diets I've ever had uh, were food, <laughs> food poisoning related <laughs> and sicknesses. and sickness, Ill, illness related. Yeah. And so uh, I, I'm on board with that. I know they're not as fun. They're not as catchy as the Hollywood diet or the cookie diet or the cabbage diet. But I'll tell you, they've worked for me in the past. Well, I think that if you're going to continue on this drive-through trend, you got to make a, a you got to make a movie out of it. That's the thing. It's like, oh, one, this one person lived on Taco Bell for a year, or this other person ate only fries for six months, and this is what happened. So you got to just make the most of it and use it for content. Well, if you would like to follow me around with a camera. <laughs> As I okay, go no, no, in and out not. of drive-throughs <laughs> for all of my meals, I understand why. I mean, I get it. When I'm there, I think to myself, "Wow, this is super convenient," and I didn't realize how easy I could eat a quesadilla off my lap while driving. <laughs> but I also think to myself, if there's ever going to be a time to turn it around, and my question for you really was, what was the was there one thing that happened when you said starting tomorrow? Because it's always I've said a million times, ah, tomorrow, next week, ah, start then. Even this year, I remember like back in January, I was like, "All right." I'm going to start eating a little bit smarter now. By the time summer's here, I'm going to be in great shape. Yeah. Well, I love that exercise is never a part of this thought process for you. No, that is too <laughs> exhausting. I should stop going to drive through. Yeah, that, that's your... Start small. Yeah, start small. <laughs> you know what uh, my advice to you is get a friend that will push their fitness crap onto you. I had because... those friends. I dropped them all because they found them to be annoying. Oh, okay. Because that's when I actually took the plunge was when somebody that I knew from years ago messaged me on Facebook. It was one of those things where she was like, I'm a... a you know, a promoter for this new workout DVD series, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh God!" And then I was, I was list, I was listening to her, and then I was looking in the mirror, and I was like, "You know, why the hell not?" And so then I did it, and I lost weight. That's that. That was the moment. That was the moment. A friend of yours that peer was... pressured me into working out through a series of DVDs that was probably part of a pyramid scheme. Look who made this iced coffee I'm drinking right now. One of my favorites, Taco Bell. Yeah. You can tell. When you're getting your iced coffee at Taco Bell. <laughs> did you have a breakfast quesadilla? Uh, Is that what you did, did you breakfast? Did you say plural or singular? Because you're, not, you're getting close. Well, then you and my wife now have something in common. She's the biggest. Uh, she loves Taco Bell. Well, I used, she wants to review all their new foods. I tried to use chopsticks to eat it, and people looked at me funny. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. It's the all-new Channel Q. Uh, a bigger show than normal, but mostly that's because of me. Uh, we'll be back. we got good stuff to get to. Plus, we think we've cracked the case as to Allie's B infection station with a listener help so thank you for uh, helping us out you can always interact with us 83377 call q back in a moment after this drop the subject we'll be right back drop the subject 
A bigger and better drop the subject is in your ear holes now. Can you hear, do you think that your voice is going to change the more uh, weight you gain, Kevin? Well, I'm not, my goal is not to gain a lot of weight. My goal. Well, I know that's never the people's goal. Well, sometimes, I mean, bodybuilders, they'll, they'll put on muscle weight. And I know yeah, that's muscle, bulking up. Right, bulking. I'm bulking up, but... <laughs> Without the with a spare tire, and moves. Yeah. Um, yeah, someone referred to me as oh that was at the meeting. Well, remember the last meeting we had with the entire Channel Q staff? Yes. And someone said they were talking about how grateful they were that here I am, a straight man hanging out here. At yes, Q. I remember. I spent a lot of time talking about how grateful they were for you. Right. And someone and described me as not... a what, what did they describe me as a big a big burly man or something like that? It was they very... said that you had the sexiest, most velvety voice. No, no, not the voice part. They described me physically, and they used a word that was like a nice way of saying fat. Oh, I think I missed that because I was crying inside. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you missed a lot of things because you're crying. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I. I was crying inside. Yeah. Like a selective listening is not selective. It's now, just me crying. It's one um, of the guys said, one of the other hosts on the station said something like, it's just so great to have a big, big burly man, uh, d- you know, on, and I was like, wait, who's he talking? Yeah. Now like, the next meeting they're going to be like, it's so great to have this nice, big, soft, dough-like man <laughs> on, on our station. It's so nice to do the meeting on top of this big, burly man <laughs> nice that just pillow. Sits, sits on me like it's I'm a bounce house. Pillow. Unbelievable. Uh, well, there have some been, uh, there have been some musical stylings that have been created as a result of the picture that was floating around yesterday when we were talking about how so you around. have you have moves now and uh, we posted a picture that, had, that was taken a couple of weeks ago with one of our guests where I I mean I'm a lady our guest was a lady Grace Baldridge and you were the only man in the picture yet you had the biggest boobs of the three of us and I think unanimously on Twitter that was agreed upon now mm-hmm. there have been some um, there has been some music done and some parodies written about your moves, and uh, our, our good friend Twinkie has written some of these for you, so I'd like to play them. This would be a good time to get up, get a snack, <laughs> turn your radio off. Not you, out, Kevin. Check out some other... It's a good time for me to get a snack right now. Uh, let's take a listen. Uh, I didn't realize that my moves would be so inspirational. Yeah, I think they are. I think there's a whole album now. I think All there's right. at least three songs that are already in circulation. Well, listen, some so people, this is just the first track. Some people are a fan of the music on uh, Channel Q. Others are a fan of the, the talking. Here's a, a good compromise here. It's uh, music based on the talking that we did yesterday. Uh, do you any intro I need or just play it? No, I think we should just play it. Okay. This is actually my first time hearing it. Black hole? That's not, that's not oh, it. Oh, that's not it? That's the wrong thing? <laughs> no. This, was, this no. is actually another song that was written. All right, that is not the right us. one. All right, let's That's see. That's completely if, unrelated. Let's see if this is it. Some big intro here. Jeez. My good God. Well, well, you got to ramp up. You have time for that snack now, Kevin. Well, I think we have want. two hours to kill here. <laughs> Getting some more food. Adding to my moves. Not enough to eat. Yeah. I don't think that's it either. <laughs> that is it. Oh, that is it. Oh, okay. Get know. into the moves. Oh, is that what he said? Get I, into the moves. It's hard to understand. Getting some more food. Adding to my moves. Not enough to eat. I don't mean to mess with your concentration, but don't ask how long I've been in gestation. You're asking questions and I hate that sound, cause you keep on asking why my chest is round. 
Only when I'm dancing can they wiggle free. <laughs> and I lock the door so no one else can see. King of the carpool and yet by myself. Cause my moves just look like someone else. Get so let me get this right. I just want to make sure I'm hearing this song correctly. Mm, all right. I, I'm Let's able to use the carpool lane <laughs> because my moves are now so large that they look like two additional passengers in my car. Is that, is that I, my... I think that is the yeah, I think that is the lyric. It's very there's a lot of layers to it. And, uh, and so you I mean, makes sense. You just spoke about how you had to cut across four lanes of traffic to get to the drive through and you were probably in the carpool lane because of your moves. Thank you. Getting some more food, adding to my moves, not so that's the first one, okay? Oh, well, thank you. We can stop it finally because yeah, it goes on. Yeah, that, that, I think that that's the gist of it. I think we only need to do one verse, but there's another one. All right, great. I believe uh, that was done to moves like Jagger. Oh, wonderful. Well, if you're just joining us here on uh, Channel Q today, uh, the topic of conversation apparently is my moves. So if you're into... If Has you're, your, does your wife agree? I have not... You've not asked her about the moobs? She hasn't said anything about the moobs. She okay. hasn't uh, asked me if I wanted to borrow her bras, <laughs> so I assume she's unaware, or maybe you're just exaggerating this because of one bad picture. In fact, if you recall, a few years ago, there was a picture of you that surfaced. You were wearing some sort of pants with a pattern on the pants, and it appeared that you had a giant doll. Oh, yeah. I, well, that that yeah, that was just those pants, and, and I got, have since gotten rid of those pants, right. and that was actually the subject of many songs to come after that happened, yeah, after you got, that picture. You got very defensive and said, it's not, it, it was not me. I don't have a dong. It's the pants. Yeah, but you are not very defensive about this. I think that you're accepting the fact that you do have moobs. Well, Is that correct? Boobs are one of my favorite things in general, <laughs> so to have them on my own body... I feel like I'm just kind of eliminating the middleman. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Let's listen to this one. Still, this is gay, the gayest thing on all of Channel Q right now. Jeez, really? Thanks for the edit. About my height, I'm blaming my shirt. This is it fits too tight. I've been gaining weight. My pecs now the sway. I hope that's okay. <laughs> Let me ask you a serious question and before we play it again. Like you know a lot of people, and I know a lot of people, and you you've actually worked in uh, you know, you've been in musical theater or whatever, etc. Wasn't that your major in college? Uh, no, it was acting, but yes, it was basically a watered-down version of musical theater. We must know people that have better singing voices than Twinkie. <laughs> I mean, why has he become our musical guy? He provides us the musical theater songs. Yeah, he- but, but it, you know what? Some people, some musicians, they're more about the writing than the singing, mm-hmm. and I think that's where Twinkie comes in. I mean, you, it's the lyrics that we already broke down, the carpool lane yeah, stuff. Okay. I all mean, right. it's a, it's all about the way he writes that really speaks. He didn't even use move, move. I think it's coming. It's oh, coming. Okay, hold on. Let's listen. Get up, 
Kevin. All okay, right, there, there you go. go. That's, uh, you that's got the, the moves like Kevin. Uh, taking, uh, that guy's taking Solange's spot at uh, Coachella. <laughs> you can see Twinkie there performing moves yeah. like uh, Kevin. Well, they should have you. just not even announced a change. Just had Twinkie go out there and start <laughs> yeah. performing the moves, moves song? <laughs> yeah. All right, they well, would have loved it. My self-esteem is at an all-time high Aww. after listening to those songs, and I can only imagine that I will uh, put them, download them immediately so I can listen to them at my leisure. Yeah, I think that you got to integrate them into your uh, phone so that you can have them play in your car when you sit in traffic and go through the next drive-thru. Right, right. When I, uh, when I sit in the uh, HOV lane with my giant moves. <laughs> yeah, officer, it's then, cool. Have you the seen guy's these? like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Have sorry. you seen <laughs> these two moves here? I'm on a double date right now. <laughs> All right, thank you um, for that. Or I don't know if thank you is the right Right word, but f you for that. I guess maybe Aww, it's better. Uh, you're I, so sensitive. I appreciate. Well, maybe it's maybe maybe I'm actually in the maybe <laughs> it's your areola. Maybe I'm transitioning right now. And I don't know it. Like it's an, a transition that I never asked for, but yeah. maybe it's happening. Well, yeah, I we, embrace you. We will uh, be back in a moment. When we all four of us will be back in a moment. And when we return, uh, we've got uh, an update. A story that I'm sure has been bothering a lot of people. Allie thinks it's the end of gays Mm -hmm. and the plagues are being sent to her apartment to destroy her and her girlfriend first. Uh, But there's an update and um, we will get into that next on the all new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Hey, how you doing? It's the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject is the show, DTS Show, on Twitter, Instagram. You can also find Allie if you're into that sort of thing. Hey! <laughs> at uh, at uh, your Allie Johnson, me at the Kevin Klein, and, uh, of course, the station at We Are Channel Q. Days away from moving this operation to Coachella. I'll tell you how you can still get involved. Today is the last day for you to uh, potentially win yourself a spot at the Channel Q Coachella Casa. We will get into that coming up a little bit later this hour, plus the news that are losing headline selection. Got some gay, gay cray cray to get to, but I think we should start with the actual cray cray that is happening each and every day, day in your apartment. Yeah, uh, I had a an episode over the past couple of days where bees were trying to get into my apartment. I, obviously. They they were not just buzzing around. They were actually trying to pry open the screen door and get into my house. At one point, I had over a dozen bees in my house, and I have had bats in my house before, birds, roaches. I feel like it is the end of days, but it is the end of gays. And it didn't help that we had watched a scary movie where someone was being eaten alive by wasps. But lo and behold, and you sent this to me last night, but I also was, was looking at this story this morning. I am not alone. There are bees that are attacking other people, and I don't know if they are also gay. I really want to find out if that's the case, but this woman's story is horrifying, even more so than mine. Take a listen. In fact, there's something in this story that makes me think I have a solution to why the bees have decided to um, ascend or descend on your property, but uh, listen to this. What was originally thought to be an eye infection turned out to be something far worse. Instead of treating an infection, doctors in Taiwan were shocked to find four bees had embedded themselves in the eye of a 29-year-old woman. That is so gross. The bees were feeding on her tear ducts. (laughs) Now listen. Bees were eating her tears. Who cries more than you and your wife? Fighting, you're getting emotional, you're watching movies, you're getting crying this, crying that. Mm -hmm. I I can't you drink, you cry. I would imagine, if, if we found out that bees now love tears more than flowers, 
What better place to uh, start a new colony than in a the lesbian? Two apartment? menstruating women. Oh my god! They probably they love it. It's probably it's probably the tip for them. It's like an all you can eat buffet of sadness. Yeah, instead of smelling like a flower from a mile away, they're like, I hear someone watching the Notebook. Oh, those lesbo I, tears! Oh my god! Oh, I, I can hear them tearing up. We got to get in there. Te- get into an eye socket. Tears and queers. Let's do it. <laughs> Not typical bumblebees. We will make that clear. Yes. They were tiny sweat bees. Much oh. much. Smaller. Yeah, the woman uh, had been at a family member's grave pulling out weeds when she felt something in her eye. She thought maybe it was a little bit of dirt. This Wait, person, she was crying over a person's is, grave? I'll tell you, if your day's not going well today, at least it's going better than this woman. Yeah, got, I went to go visit a relative that had died. I was crying over their grave, and then I realized that there were four bees embedded in my eyeball that were feeding off of my tears. How was your day? Not just crying over their grave, doing gardening. She was pulling out <laughs> weeds. That's like... Most stories involving weed these days are great stories. You can go buy weed here. You can smoke weed. This woman is the last remaining. I mean, this story is already sad for five reasons. She's got bees in her eyes. It's like the third thing on the list. She's visiting a a tombstone. She's forced to do gardening, pull out weeds. Yep. And then now bees feeding off of her tears. That is unbelievable. Thought maybe it was a little bit of dirt. She flushed it out, but it didn't go away. And then she started to feel a pain in her eye. And that's when she went to go see the doctor and that's when they found the bees. Now, the bees were removed alive, and the one woman oh. suffered no lasting damage to her vision. Thankfully. But you just have to be aware and be careful. Wow. All right, so here's... Was that a pun? You think that guy was trying to do a pun? Be I, careful? I think so, and I think the guy's reaction of wow sums it all up that he, with that how he, that went. That he did not hear... That. Maybe uh, the saddest part of the story is now the news anchor attempting <laughs> to do a bee pun. <laughs> now I'm crying. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, also, why are there only... I feel like it's rare to find two men covering a story. And this is a story about women crying and bees lodging into their eye sockets as a result. And these two dudes are covering it like, oh, man. Bring in the pun reporter for this one. No lasting damage to her vision. But you just have to be aware and be careful. Wow. All right. So here's another story that's going to make you go... All right. What? That's going to make me go, <laughs> what is that? The story's going to make you, what, fart? What is that? Oh, what? Spontaneously now, What tease is that? Wow. All right. So here's another story that's going to make you go, Um, oh, jeez. That's going to uh, make me fly away on uh, a jet rocket. That same woman when leaving the hospital got run over by a, by a train. Okay. Well, I don't, I really want to know the sexual orientation of this woman. I don't know if we can get a hold of her, but I'd really like to know if she was a member of the LGBT community, LGB. Oh, wow. wow. Hey, if you like that, stay tuned for this next story. Uh, because I want to know if there's a trend here. I want to know if the bees are attracted to the gays for some reason. All right. Well, it would make sense. I, I tend to find, and I don't want to stereotype here, but I do f- tend to find gay people sweeter disposition-wise. I'm not talking about their blood or their sweat or anything else, but... For the more more often than not, especially as it pertains to gay men that I know, like my buddy Chuck, he's like the he's the nicest, sweetest. Like if you said describe my my buddy Chuck in one word, people would say sweet. He's uh-huh. a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. Happens to be a gay guy. I'm sure there are a holes as well, and I don't mean that in the positive way. And I know a hole can be a positive thing in this community. <laughs> he's a real a hole. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Um, but so uh, you think that insects may- would like to feed off of him because he's a sweet guy? May- maybe there's something to that. Uh, I don't know. I just also know that these. stories Stories are stories that we should never tell either of our wives. Oh, no. Because these are things that are one in a billion chance, right? I mean, at least we like to think so. And when a bee gets in the house, 
I mean, my wife could easily go to the place of, oh, no, it's going to lodge itself into my brain or my eye and lay eggs. And I'm the one who goes, no, 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 there's no way that that could happen. And then these stories happen to, to make our argument a little more difficult. I was trying to leave this morning and my wife told me that she thinks one of her feet is retaining a lot of water. <laughs> And I, I, I didn't even know where to start. I just said, I, I got to go. I, I got to go. I, I, I used to spend time and look, look at it. I said, all right, well, yeah. you know, if it floods, let me know. We'll, uh, we'll, pull some, we'll pour some uh, sawdust in there to dry it up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think that our, our wives are constantly on death's door. So yeah. I think that this story needs to be buried right. far, far beneath the I, earth. If you are a member of the community, and I assume you may be if you're listening to this, and you've uh, fi- found yourself being a victim of more bee attacks as of late... Uh, uh, let us know, because Allie's trying to put together a theory yeah, here. And this is bef- investigative journalism here. Before the news will take her seriously, uh, we must have more evidence than just Allie's apartment and one random woman in Taiwan. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just need a third, yeah. and I think I have a write-up. Uh, we will be right back. Wow. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Would you believe it? The puns continue, and so does the show. Drop the subject is here. I'm Allie. Kevin is right here next to me now. Uh, I can smell your sweat. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Those are sweat bees. I bring them with me to put in your purse when you're not looking. I don't have a purse. That's true. I know. Uh, <laughs> Allie's got a wallet, a chain wallet like a real man. <laughs> and a pocket watch. Uh, all right. Now it is time to give you the headlines for News It or Lose It, which we will get into the top of the next hour. But first, I will read some headlines. We will decide what we news and what we lose. The things that we lose, we will never speak of again. The things that we news, we will get into at the top of the hour. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Headline number one. Bicyclist uh, toes grand piano up San Francisco Hill. Man, that is someone who's... some legs of steel. Really needy for attention, but (laughs) the real thing here is... This person must be so rich to be able to afford a place in San Francisco that can accommodate a piano. <laughs> right. That, that already, it's a combination of like six rich person things right there. And they're at the top of the hill, which means they've got the good view too. Yeah, so. but why did they run out of funds to get the piano delivered through truck? Uh, maybe it's one of those services. I mean, that's the other thing we should think about. There's so many Postmates services. Postmates is like, okay, yeah, this is Task Rabbit, Postmates. I mean, maybe that's someone who's just a rich person doesn't know what they want to do with all their money. They go, let's just keep giving menial tasks to people and see what they'll do. $20, you'll bicycle a piano up a giant hill? Great. All right. That's funny. New, so, so should we news it or lose I it? I think you've pretty much covered the story there. So let, let's lose it, but uh, fascinated by it. All right. Number two, a gaping black hole finally photographed by scientists. This has been a very big story all day, and no, it is not a nominee for Gayest News Headline of the Week. Well, listen, anytime we can get a news story that also works in one of your nicknames from high school, I'm interested. (laughs) So if we can get a a good gaping black hole story on the radio, I say let's do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, my yearbook picture comes to mind. All right. (laughs) Headline number three, burglar in woman's apartment turns out to be Roomba. Huh. I have a Roomba, and it has led to some really interesting. I have an actual copy of this police report. All right, <laughs> let's like can we news that? I'd like yeah. to news that. We can. I, I think that's worth it. Uh, I think this is uh, just an example of what the future will be like 
not too distant future because of all of our robot friends and assistants. There's going to be a lot of calls to 911 mm. and the answer is going to be things like, oh, that wasn't a burglar. That was your Alexa rebooting or that was your robotic vacuum or exactly. your Keurig or whatever the case may be. So let's news it. Okay. And then headline number four, another case of technology gone wrong. Toddler locks his father's iPad for 48 years. Oh, yeah, I saw this. <laughs> um, I've done this to myself, not for that long, but I've done this to myself before. I also one time put my phone into a different language could not figure oh, out how that's to get the it back worst. yeah um there is a do you have the answer to how to how to uh unlock it yes uh i can access that pretty quickly so not yeah if i lock your phone you can no all right we'll uh, decide if we want to news or lose that one when we get back news or lose it the news portion of the show commences after this on the all-new channel q drop the, the subject. subject we'll be right back drop the subject it be Channel Q, and that is Allie right there, Kevin right here. If you were tuned in last hour, boy, you got yourself some great content and some brand new music, which is what a lot of people look forward to here on Channel Q. Unfortunately, the new music last hour was all songs about my moves. <laughs> this hour, uh, we have no more new music for you. We will, of course, give you some jams as well and some tunes, etc., but we will start by feeding your brain with knowledge, which is the greatest gift I think you can give anyone other than a gift card or cash. And we will do it right now in the news portion of News It or Lose It with my friend Allie right there. I'll take the cash. Can I take the cash? Nope, it's too late. Damn it. Time for headlines. All right. We finally found something more newsworthy than Donald Trump. I woke up this morning, top headline from the New York Times, CBS News, and CNN. We're not about the latest firing in the White House. Instead, it said the first ever image of a black hole has been revealed. And I know, yes, you could say that this could possibly be still be political in nature. I was hesitant, but I clicked on it and it was confirmed that indeed astronomers reached a never before seen part of the cosmos and confirmed what people have theorized for hundreds of years, that there is existence of black holes and the first ever picture of one has just been released it was kind of like a live birth situation like there was a lot of articles about when it was go- the picture was going to be released when is it coming there were articles about oh the, where, where are you going to be when the picture gets released and all this stuff and people were taking bets it's out and it basically looks like a lopsided orange ring framing a one-way portal into eternity it's a black hole about 7 billion times more massive than the sun. It is unleashing a violent jet of energy some 5,000 light years into space. Scary, but still more interesting than politics. I saw the picture, and I was less than impressed, because it looks like when any of my dummy friends tries to take a picture of the moon. It looks like when your mom's trying to take a picture of an eclipse or something. Yeah, it's it, super blurry. And I know it's I know it's billions of light years away, or whatever the case may be, so we should be impressed that there's even a photo of it, but it looks like it was taken with a one megapixel camera, <laughs> yeah. and, and I would expect... I don't know why. I think it's because I don't know a lot about NASA and the way things work. I would like to assume that even though this is already a... Like, I understand. Would I be impressed if they were to give me a picture, even if it was a poorly shot picture of an actual extraterrestrial? Probably. I'd be like, whoa, that's crazy. Look yeah. at that. It's got all those eyeballs and the tentacles and everything. But this one, because it's a black hole... <laughs> and it, it just kinda, looks like a black hole. If you ever, like, if you remember... 
going so old school as to when you would develop film and you get a few pictures back where your thumb or someone's thumb was in front of the camera. That's kind of what it looks like. <laughs> right, exactly. And I know that we're a yeah. station that celebrates all holes, yeah. especially the black ones. Yeah, yeah. We have, I mean, there have been songs in the past about black holes and, and stories about holes that have been put in musical form. But this is supposed to be, I mean, it's pretty great seeing how crappy this picture looks and then seeing all these astronomers blasted on a giant screen and they did like an unveiling you know like you unveil a, a giant check or like cut a ribbon it was like and we've done it here it is and everyone was like mm, okay like what are we looking at and I don't think that you're right I don't think that we can understand how important this is but I think black holes are really scary and the fact that this one is 7 billion times more massive than the sun uh, seems like we should be a little worried but I would imagine we wouldn't get sucked into it in this lifetime it'd probably be, be in a few li- like it'd be like our children's children well, so I'm well, okay you don't with that. necessarily know uh, when it will happen I, I, I think already Elon Musk is working on one way trips there uh, where you can <laughs> he sent a Tesla into he, the black hole it's already uh, going and branding it they're already branding the black there's already black hole influencers now <laughs> he's like I'm building tunnels I might as well just use this to get through traffic I did read a quote from a guy I don't remember his name, but he had, you know, he was a doctor and a scientist and worked for NASA, super smart. And he said that he never believed in his lifetime he would ever be able to see uh, what a black hole looked like. And it was like, to him, this was the most thrilling image ever. Yeah, it's funny to see, like, when you always see those little headlines about an asteroid that just barely missed Earth and all this stuff, and everyone's like, what? That's crazy. And scientists are like, "Mm, it's really not that big of a deal. And then to see what they are excited about, this is like, the ultimate to them. They're so excited because people have been trying to prove that these things exist for so long and then every year they get a little little further out into the universe to be able to see what's out there and I don't know what's going to happen when we get sucked through that thing. Yeah, maybe we'll just be gone into oblivion but we might get sucked into a different universe where everything's a lot better. Hey, I'm all on board with that. Maybe it takes us right to the front of the line of a cheesecake factory. (laughs) No, wait. I'm on board. The other universe is just a giant cheesecake factory. Now we're talking. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, All right. Yes, uh, we've uh, we've now apparently talked about science for too much. We've lost some really dumb listeners, so now it's only the smart people listening to us. All right. Well, then now we'll dumb it down for you. Thank you. Somebody who thought there was a robot attacking or burglarizing their home called nine one one, and the police responded as they normally would. I'm just going to read this verbatim. One forty eight p.m. There was a reporting party calling nine one one, saying that someone was in her bathroom. She told dispatch that the person has uh, that the oh that they locked the bathroom door and the caller can see shadows under the bathroom door <laughs> and rustling one forty nine p.m. multiple deputies respond to the house one fifty five p.m. deputies surround the house and request a canine unit to assist them oh boy <laughs> deputies can this now is, hear noises coming from the bathroom this is the ultimate battle now dog versus robot yeah that's a that's a battle a lot of people would want to see. That's oh, yeah. a, I feel like that's a straight movie you would make me watch. Oh, yeah. In fact, write that down. There probably there probably is such a thing. I will make you watch Dog vs. Robot. When that exists, I will make you watch it. <laughs> 2.05 p.m. After several announcements, the suspect does not come out when commanded. With guns drawn, the deputies open the bathroom door to encounter the suspect, which is an automated robot vacuum. 2.13 p.m. Deputy Rogers clears the call with the following note. As we entered the home, we could hear rustling in the bathroom. We made several announcements and the rustling became more frequent. Then we breached the bathroom door and encountered a very thorough vacuuming job being done by a Roomba robotic vacuum cleaner. Nothing was taken except for the dust on the floor. Oh. Oh. 
Well, they still shot the thing anyway, just for good measure. <laughs> and that has been News That Are Lose It on the all-new Channel Cues It. Be back right after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. This is Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. Allie and Kevin here. And, I mean, I know we were speaking of robots during the last break. And if you have one in your home, maybe a smart one. She's probably a lady, so it means she's extra smart. You can tell her to play this station and she will listen to you. All you have to do is say, hey, Alexa or Siri or whoever the hell you are, play Channel Q on Radio.com and she will do it. And then you can take her, uh, you can take the show with you when you leave the house on Radio.com. You can take us in your car, wherever you go. We are here with you. And that is exciting or creepy. I had a friend who recently gave birth, a couple of breeders I know, and they named their daughter Alexa like two weeks ago. Wow. I feel like that's so ballsy. And I said, why would you be so stupid? Which apparently people don't like when you say that when they tell you the name of their child. (laughs) And the response was, yeah, we thought about it, but then our feeling was the way that technology is moving so quickly, Alexa won't even be a thing by the time she even knows what her name is. Whereas if we name her anything else, that could be the next thing. Well, what they're really doing is screwing themselves over because when they are raising her, I mean, Alexa, yeah, they're probably right. It's not going to be around in like 20 or 30 years, but she is going to be around for the next five, 10 years. So when they're yelling at Alexa, put that down, Alexa, don't put that in your mouth. Right. They're the ones that are going to have to deal with the name that they chose. Yeah, they're, so they're, they're convinced really just, they're yeah. betting against Alexa being here for the they, they're They're betting that there will be a new one soon. And if they went with a complete different name like they decided all right let's call her Beatrice all of a sudden oh, yeah. uh, in the near you know they uh, Microsoft or someone unveils the new Beatrice assistant I really then, want like old school names to come back for robots for like just that. for digital assistants yeah like Gretchen and Ingrid and Beatrice yeah. that'd be great uh, well we'll see how that turns out gay gay cray cray hell yeah it's my favorite time of the week here. yes and we were doing it a little early this week uh, because of Coachella festivities but here's how it works Couples do all kinds of crazy things in this world. Sometimes they're gay. Sometimes they're just cray. And I will uh, release a story and I will tell Kevin every detail that I can without revealing the uh, the sex and the the uh, sexual identity of these of this couple. And you decide, Kevin, if they are cray cray people or if they are just gay gay. Just to remind everyone, last week I I fumbled a bit, stumbled and fumbled. You Allie did. Told me about a story of. A couple and like uh, five kids or four kids on an airplane and they got thrown off the plane and I, I don't know Did we just was. get sucked into the black hole? I think we're in the black hole now. Well, it is <laughs> oh my God, Cheesecake Factory! Cheesecake Factory, right. I'll have a loaf of bread, thank you. I want you. the chicken with those asparagus things. So apparently uh, the, the, uh, the gay gay cray cray is uh, very, very easy to be fooled when Allie accidentally messes up and says one of the genders. I assumed that she was outing yeah. them as a heteronormative couple. Lo and behold, threw you off. lesbian couple on an airplane, five adopted sons, and they assumed the reason they got kicked off was not because their kids were acting like a-holes, but because they made out or something. <laughs> right? Yeah, they the were story? holding hands and put their heads on each other, and then the flight attendant got all mad. All right. So. All right, so here's a couple options. I was looking around, and the first one I saw was... Utah search crews find couple overdue from hike. And I was like, wow, that sounds super gay. But there weren't really a lot of details that would throw you there. So I tossed that one aside. Yeah, smart. And instead I found couple identifies as black and claims children will be black too. Huh. That's interesting. 
And when you say black, just so we know what we're talking about here, is a couple that is identifying as being African-American. Yes, this is a, a Caucasian couple that feels that they are African-American. And there are a lot of... Uh, but they are Caucasian. They are Caucasian, yes. 100%. They are 100% Caucasian, yes. Some people are doing the 23andMe testing and then really latching onto that 1%... And going like, I'm going to go all in on being Irish now because I'm 1% on my mother's side. No, that is not. That is not the case with this couple. All right. Go ahead. I'm I'm listening now. Uh, Give me the details. I I have a theory, but go ahead and give me the details. I mean, okay. This couple, they've been together for a little while and they are going to have children. They don't have any yet. But oh, they, so jealous. They, <laughs> they uh, were born white, but they say they are changing themselves to become and appear African-American because that is how they identify. One is 30 years old. The other is 31. I'll even tell you, one's from Germany. The other one is from the UK. And they talked about their so-called race identity in a recent interview. They both have undergone injections using melat- uh, melanotin? Melatonin? No. Melanotin? Mel- melatonin. That's the sleep There's- thing. So this is... Oh, it's a synthetic horm- hor- hormone that darkens the skin. Got it. Okay, so they've been doing that for a while. They say, I clearly feel that I am black, but it is hard to find the right words to describe it. Um, but when we have kids, we our kids, we do feel, will be black because that is how we identify. And someone said, oh, that seems a little crazy because you're both Caucasian. And they were like, mm, yeah, but even if our kid is light-skinned black, we'll be okay with it. And you're like, mm, all right. So they're trying to do what they can do to actually produce... A black baby. What appears to be a a baby with darker skin. They're going through, and they're also attempting to make their own skin darker, too. Yes, and they even have traveled to Kenya last year to be baptized as real African-Americans. Wow. Real African, well, I can't say the gender. Fascinating story. So... I think that this is tricky because there are many lesbians that I know that um, are, you know, will champion racial equality on behalf of others. They are Caucasian, but they feel uh, the need to to uh, be the front runners when it comes to racial equality. So I could see a, a gay gay couple maybe just taking like taking the extra step into this territory and being like you know what this is how we identify and we're going to jump in full stream and this is how it's going to be uh or it could just be a, a, a heterosexual couple that decided this is who they are and uh and they're getting news coverage because of it so what do you think huh you know it's almost like i can't give my real opinion because real opinions these days are just do it while you're holding those chopsticks. <laughs> That's how they're going to deliver the baby. That's going to be really <laughs> offensive. I, my feeling is we get to a point where you, we say, all right, you can identi- You want to identify as a man or a woman. You want to identify as this sexuality. You want to identify as this gender. You want to identify even as this nationality. At some point, there's a line, you know, where we say, like, can I... <laughs> You know, you can't start identifying a dog as a cat, right? You start switching. Well, there are people who identify as animals. Right. Yeah. And it's, but, but some are more... And, and to say this is preposterous on so many levels, someone would, could make the argument to me that 25 years ago, that's what someone would have said if a, a man said that I've always felt like a woman. I feel like I was born as a woman. I want to live my life as a woman. I want to have surgery so that I can actually feel like a woman and and now as a society we've all 
you know, accept, well, because not as a total society, at least we have, you know, we've accepted that and not only accepted it, but, you know, it's a cause that is being championed. So to, to say they're a white couple, they will never understand you know what? What an actual African American goes through on a daily basis. Forget mm-hmm. about everything else. They're they're treating race like it is a, a trendy fashion. Right, uh, like you can pick and choose what and, you. And right. that's da- that's a dangerous thing to be involved in. So well, it's I, the whole Rachel Dolezal conversation sure. too, which she identifies as African American or identifies as black, and uh, she. But she, the point with her is that she lied about it. She was like, "No, guys, I'm totally black." Blah, 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 blah. And I'm not going to tell you about my two white parents that raised me. And, yes. you know, and then everyone felt deceived. And they also felt like you could not possibly understand what we have gone through as an African-American culture. Yes, you can say you're black all day, but you didn't ha- like you were raised white and you looked appeared white and you didn't have to endure the, um, you know, the, the, the profiling and the oppression that came with that identity. So but, what but, you don't really have the right to just assume that because that's how you feel. But Allie. If a woman were to say to me, a woman that was transitioning to a man, you know, maybe her entire life she felt like she was not in the body she should have been in, right? And I've talked to, we, we've both talked to transgender people and we've heard, you know, a variety of different stories. Some actually, you know, you always think it's going to be sad and rejection, but some of them are actually really hopeful and it was great, you know, family supportive, et cetera. But w- would it be inappropriate for me to say to this woman transitioning to a man, you have no idea what it's like to be a man because you haven't done it. Like you may have felt like you should have been, but you have not had to deal with the things that men have to deal with. And not that that is necessary. I'm not going to put men in the same category as, let's say, a, a group that has been marginalized in the way that uh, you know the African American community has in the history of right. our but, culture. And but the world. I could but, say, well, women have been, you know, fighting for equality for some time now, and I could easily. All right, better example. Let's say I come to you tomorrow and say, Ali, I'm transitioning to a woman. I want to be a woman, and now we're we're the same. We're both women. Wouldn't you be like, well, calm down, buddy. You don't know. Like, you... Hold on, let us cut your paycheck first. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> cut it anymore. It's, it's when I say that'd be hilarious yeah. I'd love to have that discussion I mean I, I think that obviously people I mean transgender people obviously I want you to to uh, assume the life and live the life that makes you feel the most comfortable and makes you feel the most happy I just want you to be happy that's the main thing but I think there's also a separate conversation about uh, about the fact that you if you have not lived as a woman your entire life living as a woman has been very hard for a lot of people and people have have, have not gotten equal pay people have been uh, you know get, getting assaulted things like that that you have not experienced as a as a woman and that doesn't that doesn't mean that you're doing a bad thing or there's anything wrong with that at all that's just the way it is it's just a fact but if they, what if they were to say, we're going to make it right. For all the years women were not paid equal to men, we're now going to switch it. Not only switch it. Reparations? But we're, well, listen to this. Not only are we going to switch it, we're going to actually give women, all working women right now, a uh, an additional, you know, to, to balance out history's wrongs. We're going to give all women now a raise to make sure that they're now making 25% more than their male counterpart. How many guys do you think potentially would be like, well, that's it. I'm, I'm now... I am starting now. I am going to identify as a woman, and then you have other people that go, "Well, that's you're you're now trying to take advantage of the system. You mm-hmm. uh, you are you don't really feel that way." I just I, I know <laughs> you think I, that people would do that. I think it would. Oh yeah, I think people would if if all of a sudden that happened because that's the that's where we're in now. It's people 
there, there's like the uh, the letter of the law and the spirit of the law, right? There's the concept of why we've accepted, why we've accepted, what we've accepted, and 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 what happens, and the unfortunate consequences that happen when we don't accept. And then there's people that figure out ways to try to manipulate that for their own benefits or to try to prove a point, right? Well, yeah, I mean that's why we can't have nice things because there's always one idiot who does it things for the wrong reason or whatever, especially with these, uh, with the Me Too movement. It's like, it just takes one person or somebody like Jesse Smollett, somebody who gets accused of lying about something Mm -hmm. and then it just screws up the entire status quo. Anyway, we're getting very off topic. I'm going to say that this is a heterosexual couple, man, woman, that would like to identify as and raise their kids as African-American. They're a heterosexual Caucasian couple that would like to identify as a heterosexual Mm, black couple. You are correct, sir. Ah, Martina Big and Michael Irwin. It's funny because Martina is such a lesbian name. (laughs) What a thought. Especially the last name Big. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Martina Big and Michael Irwin. They They are married and they are having children and they say if the baby is not black because I'm trying to uh, if the uh, oh of course the baby will be a mix of me and Michael but I'm pretty sure it will be black if it is milk chocolate or a little bit lighter it doesn't matter to me but Mm. I can clearly feel that I am black it's hard to find the right words to describe it well, using milk go. chocolate was a good start, I think. I think <laughs> now, you've, now you've made your baby sound yeah. delicious. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. It's the all-new Channel Q, and uh, that is Allie right there, Kevin right here. That has been Gay Gay Cray Cray. Hopefully you play play it along with us, and we return in a moment right here on the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. This is Drop the Subject. It's the only channel Q, middle of the week. Look at us. We made it. Yay. Pat yourself on the back and then go ahead and pat that guy on his back. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that without his permission. Uh, th- that is Allie right there. Uh, she keeps the rules, keeps order to this uh, otherwise chaotic Lord of the Flies situation we've got going on here. My name's Kevin, and you are you. Thanks for being with us. You can always join us. The phone's at 833-77-CALL-Q. Allie pointed out a moment ago. Last day, if you would like to uh, potentially win yourself in to the K-Rock Coachella Casa. And uh, we will be hanging out. It's going to be great. There's a pool. I believe uh, chlorine is in the pool as well. I sure hope so. But Probably we'll, some pee, but chlorine. Most likely there will be urine in the pool. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just in general. I think it's like, but enter to win. It's yeah, real exciting. Yeah, guys. we're not supposed to mention that in the promotion for the contest, but uh, just let, but we all know. Every pool has pee in it. Right, that's expected, right? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's get into the AMA. This is something we do each and every week on Wednesday as we uh, get to uh, know each other a little bit better. We just t- talked about a little while ago a couple that is white but like to, would like to identify as being uh, black. And people had very mixed reactions about that, um, mostly negative reactions. But uh, this is a chance for us to get to know each other a little bit better, our cultures, our dreams, our beliefs. And uh, we will start with Ali's question to me. The gay will ask the straight in question number one of the gay MA. Okay, Kevin. Say you are sexting with somebody. Oh, boy. And you are in a flirtatious situation. Just picture yourself not being married for a moment. Every moment. (laughs) What? And you are flirting with somebody who says they're a beautiful woman. And you have a very nice time. You even sex to completion. And then you realize later on that it was not a woman. 
how do you feel about that? And would you continue hmm. talking to the person if they still assumed the role of beautiful lady, if it was the best sexting of your life, and if it was the best time you ever had with uh, 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 an online or or over the phone sex situation? You're talking about a catfish situation. Yeah. Right. Like if you were talking to somebody right. online or sexting via phone and you were having a great time, would you continue on after you knew? I had a buddy this happened to. Straight, <laughs> straight, thing? straight guy. Well, not the texting. I mean, he met a, a woman who he thought was this beautiful woman that reached out to him on Facebook, and they had a, a many month, if not year long, relationship through texting, phone calls, pictures, erotic pictures, without actually meeting physically. She claimed that she was going through some sort of cancer treatment and oh. didn't and didn't want to wanted had already gotten through it and she was fine but like wanted to look herself again before they met finally but for a year a year almost he was they were going on dates like internet dates they'd watch movies together but did they ever pers- see each other in no. uh- they never saw each other like through a video chat or no. anything? No. Wow. But pictures, send pi- a lot of erotic pictures going back and forth. A lot of sexting, a lot of dirty talk. Nice. So then what happened? He found out it was a guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, they talked on the phone? Yep. That is amazing. So are they still together? Yeah, th- he is totally gay now. <laughs> he, turned in- no, no, they're not together. He was, he, he was he, duped. He was duped and it was a real... I can't explain what a guy... I mean, anyone would go through because I see that show. But, I mean, he felt very violated, mm-hmm. understandably yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. And and when I think he was, his biggest fear was explaining to his friends that not only was he being catfished, but he was being catfished by a man and that he had, had very intimate discussions and sent pictures of genitals, et cetera, to a woman... I mean, a man pretending to be a woman. So... So if how would that I, was that, yeah, uh, if that was going to happen to you, how would you react? No, I mean, not can maybe not the, that. Can you separate the sex from the sex? If you know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. I, like if you're I don't just know. like if he had had a relationship with that person for a year, and you're having all of these dates and all of these conversations. I mean, not all of it can possibly be fake. They have to have a, a genuine conversation. They have there has to be some kind of connection there that is separate from the fact that he's being deceived. Well, so if you have a connection with somebody, if you're in a sexting situation and you just are vibing, why would you stop the vibing if you're just going to That's um, what she was doing. She ima- claimed she was vibing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're just going to imagine the picture that they gave to you, why not just continue on? I would say, I mean, I'd love to say I would be, I think I'd be angry. I would be angry. I, I've been, listen, I'll put it this way. In the past, there's times when I'll get like a pop-up ad and it'll be like horny housewife in your neighborhood. <laughs> and and she'll like message, like she'll say something like, hey, I'm- You're like, Gmail's getting weird. I'm, I'm right down the street. Let's get together. And then I'll like respond and be like, not right now. And then of course, I realize that I'm actually having a conversation with a robot or probably yeah. a guy in like Thailand or something. And I don't feel good about myself, <laughs> but I don't want to take that one in a million chance that it's really a horny housewife. And I don't want to keep her. 
I don't want to keep her waiting. I just, you know, want to see it through. So, I, yeah, I don't know. That's a t- I don't know how, how would you react, Allie, if you thought you were having a relationship with a woman online and you found out it was a guy and he was, you know, in a way taking advantage of, of your stupidity. Uh, no, I would feel horrible trust. and violated and I would probably report the person. Yeah, I mean, that's. I don't know how you could not say that. I don't know anyone that could go through that and be like, well, I guess I, I've been lied to. Because anyone who says you can... There's not an emotional attachment with sex. I understand the concept. It's a quite, it is very simple. Uh, let's just not get emotionally attached. But chemically, you, re, you release things in your body that that make it emotional just by being physical. No, that's true. That's true. And if you and if you are not being honest with the other person, then that can be violating no matter what because you are being very intimate with that person. But that being said, in my early a- a- AIM days, I had cyber sex with all kinds of people. I'm they sure were probably you... all weird dudes. All weird old guys. Yep, they were probably all weird old guys. And I think at one point I probably knew that, and I just kept on going because yeah. I was like, "Well, whatever, you know." This is it was AIM was new, cyber Wait, they, sex was new. They, it was really exciting. They said they were women. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, but I was also a little younger, so it was both men and women. Uh huh. Wow, you were a real cyber slut. Yeah, I was. A, I was a cyber slut. Mm-hmm. But um, I knew that. Probably put probably the hoe these... in a ho l. That was so bad. Bit of a stretch. <laughs> um, but I think that at one point I was like, you know, people are probably lying, or I'd be like, they'd be like, send me a picture, and I'd be like, no, and I'd be like, send me a picture, and they'd be like, no, and I'm like, okay, we're all lying here. Let's just move on. Yeah. But now I think that because people online date so much. It changes, and now there's this whole, you know, everyone has to be honest and transparent about who they are. Unfortunately, it's still not the case. Well, we spent so much time on that question. Unfortunately, we're out of time. I can't even ask you your question in the gay So next week, I get to do two questions. Okay. So get ready, because you will be on the extra hot seat next time. This has been the gay um, and this is the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject returns, and we wrap up the show after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. the subject all right seems that we are out of time on this fine wednesday but drop the subject must come to an end the subject must officially be dropped this is the new channel q thank you for checking us out we will be back tomorrow uh with a new show live and in person well you won't be in person you'll be listening somewhere and uh just as a parting gift... Have I just been uninvited from tomorrow's show? <laughs> Did you just uninvite me? Well, I think you actually will not be here, right? No, Is tomorrow, um, because of the Coachella schedule, we are going to be rearranging some things, and I will be heading to the desert to be in Palm Springs. So it will be Thursday by day. Allie will no be sense. bringing her... It uh, doesn't rhyme. No, it does not. But... Um, Thirsty Thursday's already taken, so <laughs> Allie will, will be joined by uh, Clayton tomorrow, and uh, we will be back together again next week if we don't see each other in the desert sooner. Yes, and uh, if you would like to join us in the desert, you can do that if you just go to wearechannelq.com. You can enter to win uh, uh, access to the Coachella house, you and a friend. Of course, I think you guys both have to be 21 drinking age because you have to be able to sip a Mai Tai poolside amongst all these bands and, you know, eavesdropping on exclusive interviews and performances and things like that. So if you want to do that, this is the last day to get in on this. Just go to wearechannelq.com. All right. It's been fun. Farewell. It's been memorable. We'd like to leave you now with the parting words of the great homosexual scholar, Shakespeare. (laughs) 
Was Shakespeare homosexual? He was bisexual. Bisexual. Et tu, Brute. <laughs> Et Anna. At Brute, and you know, either way. All right. We, we will see you uh, at Tusum, as he says. <laughs> we will see you next time. We are delusional. We are so dumb. Bye-bye. Bye, and, Curious. Uh, thank you for uh, your time. Blah, blah, blah.